0: Hey guys, welcome to Geekscape Live. Uh, it's brought to you. This is our first Geekscape that we've ever done live in a, uh, a convention. And what's funny is, I've been doing this show for eight years. I've been doing a, a live podcast, and uh, we talk movies, video games, comics. We've pretty much been a weekly show for over eight years. So we have over about 350 episodes, which um, is weird. Uh, my wife is like, what, what, how, how did that just fly by? And I'm like, I don't know. I just talk about geeky stuff, and I happen to be the guy who recorded it. So uh, I figured we might as well make a podcast of the conversations we're going to be having any, uh, anyway with our guests, like Chris Gore, who was one of my earliest guests on Drome, But now he's making his you return. Doing, folks? Howdy. You were on my podcast before this podcast, and this really? podcast is eight years old, and you haven't never been on it. Oh my God, that's true. It was in, wasn't it in like your basement or something? It was something? in Dan Trachtenberg's basement. Right.
1: That you were our guest. It was kind of a cool basement.
0: Yeah. It was. It no, was. no, it was cool. And, and then uh, you were one of our guests. Kevin Smith was one of our earliest guests. We were Kevin Smith's first podcast. He was like, oh, this is great. I don't even have to go to colleges anymore. I'll just do podcasts. I was like, good luck with that, pal. Bum, bum, ba, bum, and then he built an empire. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Chris, welcome to this geek... The first time you've ever been on Geekscape. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this is and fun. It, and then uh, to Chris's uh, left, we have Katerina Waters. Hello. Actress, former WWE diva. And uh, now, what were the circumstances with no longer being a WWE diva? You, they just like threw you. They were like, enough. You're beating up all the guys, making them look bad? Uh,
2: yeah, that was basically it. I was getting too much of a crowd reaction mm-hmm. and people were carrying me out of the stadium on their shoulders and they basically wouldn't give anybody else a second look. So then uh, Vince said, that's too much. You gotta go.
0: That's a pretty good Vince McMahon impersonation. Yes. I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> uh, and to her left, right next to me is Christopher <laughs> Daniels.
3: Hello, everybody.
2: <laughs> Daniels. Uh, who has a lot of
0: nicknames, I learned today. He, he was signing in our booth today uh, over on the floor 1110 if you guys are here all weekend. And people kept coming by and having I mean, everybody came by and had a different nickname for you. Like, they would walk by and be like, Christopher Daniels. I'm like, okay, that's normal. And they'd be like, oh, the Fallen Angel. I'm like, all right. And they'd be like, Curry Man. And he's like, I was never Curry Man. (laughs) 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 So so they're just giving you nicknames of other wrestlers at that point. Oh, they're making
4: stuff up, yeah.
0: I, I, I just wanted to walk past you and be like, oh, yeah, Macho Man. All right, slap into it. And you just sit there and look at me like I'm gonna punch you in the face. What are like your, na- like, how would people know Christopher Daniels be- be beyond Christopher Daniels? Like, how many nicknames do you actually have?
4: Um, well, I've been the fallen angel for about 18 years. Uh, I'm currently the ring general. Uh, inspiration to children everywhere, pillar of society, and the man with the rear that makes the girls cheer. So all of those, <laughs> all of those are 100% factual and accurate. Yes, ma'am, it's true.
1: And but I am they, the exact opposite of that. So <laughs> hello.
4: His rear makes men cheer. So
0: <laughs> Chris is like, I'm the man Depends with the on your flab. Yeah. I'm the man uh-huh. with the flab that makes the girls stab. <laughs>
2: but I yeah. earned that
0: nickname. Yeah. Every it, single time. Hard pressed. <laughs> it, it's okay. Nicknames are not, uh, the best nicknames come naturally. I don't know if you have a nickname, Katarina, but.
2: Yes, I'm uh, the infamous Katerina Lee Waters. That's a good one. Well, thank you. I'm as a, as well. Chris, I'm sure. what are
0: your, some of your real nicknames?
4: Uh,
0: I don't think I have any. I've never really
1: had
4: a, a nickname. We'll fix that on the way Um, out. The
0: the only reason I bring it up, Chris, because you have 18, but uh, Mm -hmm. we have a movie on Netflix right now. We made a movie called Doc of the Dead. and Thank you. (laughs) And uh, you can go on Netflix and watch it. It's a zombie documentary. Who likes zombies? Everybody. Um,
1: You made that movie? That's in my queue.
0: Yeah, Geekscape made that movie. Oh, my
1: God. That's awesome. I just put it in my queue. Like, I got to watch that. I fucking love zombies.
0: That's our movie. Wow, I didn't you should know have that you. It. you. should have watched it yesterday. All right. Um, so I'm looking at the reviews because the narcissism, the narcissist and the uh, insecure person inside of me was like, I wonder what people are saying about our movies. And I'm scrolling down, and the, some are good, some are bad. That's basically what you get with every movie. And then I saw one that said, great movie. Needed more of that Ray Romano-looking guy. <laughs> And I both, I I like loved and hated that review at the same time. I was like, as a nickname, the Ray Romano looking guy, I was like, Can I get them to delete this or promote it? I don't know which way to go, because it's cool, but it's not, and I'm so conflicted like when I wore a dress to school in the third grade. Never mind, anyway, uh, this is Geekscape. We do get personal and we do talk about geek stuff and uh, obviously there's a microphone there if you wanna ask any questions of any of the geek panelists. But let's just start off talking about the big news of the week, which everyone was talking about, which was the Marvel phase three announcement that happened like Tuesday morning and everybody pretty much got bowled over by it because what did you expect going in and then coming out of it, did it surprise you? Was it enough? Was it satisfying? Was it not?
1: I'm disappointed Fancy Ghosts is not in the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> or the Winter Pam. Uh, anyway, no, I, th- I think it's amazing. It's fr- first of all, it's incredible that there have been little Easter eggs throughout all the Marvel movies leading up to what's going to be Infinity War, the two-part Avenger film in 2018 and 2019. Right. I think that's, I, th- I mean, how they could have mapped this out is, it's, it's incredible, you know, that, that like all this stuff will connect. I mean, ultimately, I feel like now we don't just go to the movie theater, we go to the Marvel theater. Yeah. You know? Every time a new Marvel movie's out, it is like I want to collect all those movies in mint condition. But, I mean, it's, it also is sort of throwing down the gauntlet, so to speak, to, to DC of like, what do you got? And they sort of half-heartedly announced this week that Wonder Woman's going to have two films, right? We sure. want one set in 1920s, another set in World War II. Right, where we I mean, don't are, want them. Right. Like, we don't even know if we, like, we don't even know if she'll even be interesting as a character in Batman v. Superman, the legal case that will come out in uh,
0: 2016, Right. I think we do want two Wonder Woman movies, and I think it is cool that it's the 1920s and it's World War II, but I think those are cool as like flashbacks. I think those are cool as, I'm a goddess, and I've been here the whole time. You alien and you psychotic guy in a bat suit are new, and I've been holding it down this whole time. Like I've, I've been a part of history. You guys are coming and changing history, and maybe that's the form of the conflict, but to put two movies, I mean, I don't know. It's got to be really interesting. The the,
1: the whole thing is this. I mean, like, I really feel if the first Iron Man was not successful, we would not have a Marvel Cinematic Universe. The fact that that movie surprised people, blew people away, and was much better with was at the time a B-level Marvel character was amazing. So we don't even know if this whole thing with DC is going to work. You know, this Mm -hmm. thing.
0: What I'm talking about. (laughs) Is this
1: going to work? Is Ben Affleck as Batman? Is it is it gonna work? Is he gonna go to the Batcave and uh, chase the Joker, and the Riddler? You know, like what? what we don't know if that movie's gonna work right. to, to set off the the DC universe because I think they're doing a little bit of retconning with this whole Man of Steel thing. Like he destroyed Metropolis in kind of a dark 9/11-ish way with all those buildings. You're, you're thinking, you when well, you're when you're up the Zod
0: destroyed Metropolis. Batman uh, Superman was just like I'm trying to stop him. I'm not very good at this.
1: But I think. I, I'm, I'm sort of, I love aspects of that Man of Steel movie, and I fucking hate aspects of that Man of Steel movie. And, you know, the main thing really being about the character of Superman himself, because I think just being a, a hero involves an act of self-sacrifice, and I don't think we saw that from him. And I know a lot of fans, or fans who love that movie will say, well, Superman was young, he didn't know what he was doing. But even like, you know, old school Christopher Reeve's Superman was like, no, the people, you know, when, right. when uh, he stopped him from non- getting The, the helicopter bus. was
0: falling, and then... Right. The, but at the same time, um, wouldn't killing one of the only people that can connect you to the culture that you came from and you're dying home, killing them, isn't that a form of self-sacrifice, that you're sitting there going, you know what, this is my own connection to my culture, to my race, and I have to snap his neck because I've adopted a brand new home. I don't kill. <laughs> 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 Batman doesn't kill. Superman, I think he likes it.
1: Well, this is the dumb thing, though. In, in, in Batman, if you look at 1989 Batman... Yeah, John Burns' do, Batman. I, I, uh, yeah, I, lo- I love that show, Superpower Beatdown. I would love to see 1989 Batman versus Christian Bale Batman, which would start with, I don't kill. And then Michael Keaton's machine guns coming yeah. up and just turning him into bat meat, you know? Yeah. It would just be, that would be the end of that fight. It'd be 30 second superpower superpower. I feature. thought you were
0: going to quote John Byrne's Superman who absolutely killed Zod. Like, totally did it. And people are like, but Superman doesn't kill. I was like, no, he does to protect the many. Okay, sir, there's a microphone, sir. You have it, you have it. and then we're going to talk to uh, Chris Daniels about whether or not that Superman movie was uh, heroic. No, no, take the mic, sir. Right, take say, the mic, doctor. Take the mic, sir. Please.
5: I was say.
0: Um, oh, the mic's not necessarily on. But oh, g- yeah, like talk, loud, talk loud, <laughs> talk loud. <laughs> talk closer
1: into the mic, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Oh,
0: yeah,
5: yeah, there you go. There you we go. It. You got it. Uh, he has to, you have a lot of interesting points. Um, People keep pulling up the comic book as, as a justification, but it's really not. I mean, the comic book fans, I, I have that storyline where he used gold kryptonite to kill Zod, but totally. your average movie fan doesn't know that, and you really can't stand on that. Not you personally, but it seems like everyone's trying to pull it out as, as an excuse to justify man. And still, most people that know Superman is from the TV series and cartoons, and he doesn't kill. Not but you, have, you also, I got to play devil's advocate because. I was just watching 89 Batman uh, last night and like the bell tower scene when he grabbed a guy with his leg. I mean, I'm pretty sure that guy didn't survive the fall. <laughs> I mean when, when he when he, when he blew up Axis Chemicals, I'm pretty sure a couple of Joker's goons got smoked. And even when he's flying a bat when he hit everybody else but Joker, so it's like <laughs> But when but I think the way Snyder filmed it was so visceral and you know in your face as opposed to the way Burton did it. You never really saw the bullets hit anybody in Batman with that. And as far as him killing I don't have a problem with it, you know, to explore the aspect of the character, but not in a mean, he's got to be a dark hero kind of way, which I kind of still think they did it. But he didn't earn that yet. I think maybe in a Justice League film, if it was a balls of wall fighting, like Darkseid is really smashing Wonder Woman and he's got to make a choice, you know, to save his friend or something. I mean, yeah, I, I, I could see that. Then he could deal with the consequences after that among his peers. You know, was it wasn't necessary to kill Darkseid to save so and so? But in, the, in Superman killing his first movie?
0: Well, he kills Zod because he's about to fry those people, and they didn't want to like duck under the ray. They didn't want to play like <laughs> like. They didn't want to do that party game where everybody goes, "How low can you go? How low can you go?" And they're like, "You know what, Superman? Can you kill him? Because I don't want to duck under this heat ray. It's not good." Um, oh, can can you just Gordon, snap his neck?
5: Uh, i have to respectfully dif- disagree. Also, I've never seen Iron Man as a B-rated hero. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you had an ongoing comic book, you're to me you're an A-list hero. Now, Ghost Rider. He's been kind of off and on, and even Bladey. I'd say they're B-list heroes, but Tony's always been an A-list character. He just well, never a- had a popularity. To Spider me, A-list a- a- is
1: Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman,
0: Spider-Man, Captain Spider-Man,
1: America. Cat, you know, those are the a- Iron Man, it, it, at the time, was was sort of at a second tier um, Marvel character. I would say which yeah, which has so, been turned it, yeah. into an awesome character via the movies. Have uh, I'm sure merchandise is up. Um, in terms of sales for Iron Man, like all that stuff.
0: So if you're still recovering from a storyline in the late 90s where they go back in time to get a younger version of yourself to come to the current day and fight the crazy version of yourself, like, like, like it, they've done some things with the character that don't really work. That I, I mean, Daredevil is another character that I'm like, oh, that was, be, like, that was a beat-up character when Kevin Smith took over that book. Um, so... I, I have a question Yeah, go for it, Katarina. This. Are we talking about too much comics?
2: No, I was actually going to weigh in on this <laughs> go discussion. For it, go Because uh, as you were saying about, you know, uh, how is DC going to compete with Marvel of us, etc. cetera. Uh, do you think, because uh, again, pulling out Batman, do you think that has just been like too many Batman movies for that to be like... No, they can, can keep make. making them,
1: I'll keep going. There's yeah. never too many Batman movies.
0: And there's never too many. Um, and the thing is like, DC doesn't have to compete with Marvel. And I think everybody turns into a horse race. But let's look at the box office of The Dark Knight. That that was second only to Titanic when it came out. Like, that, is, that box office is huge, and Marvel would have loved to have the box office from Christopher Nolan's uh, Batman movie. So anybody who's like, oh, it's over DC, doesn't really get that DC is actually pretty good at this stuff. Mm. You see the Tim Burton movies, you saw the original Superman movies, DC and Warner Brothers kinda know how to do this. But have you seen it, Gotham? Because yeah. I've seen
1: where they had that, that one episode. Not where, not
0: not Warner Brothers. No, but, but the one the episode. The Warner Brothers shows are awesome. The CW right. shows are great.
1: I just think the one episode where Bruce Wayne puts together C3PO I thought was bullshit. <laughs> and I I was like nothing. I fucking hate Gotham. I think that the I, I, I wish that show was not what it is. Um do you still it's going to the, the, it? the world's longest hand job with no release. That's the that's the store it'll be just like Smallville.
0: Do you so I, uh, I love
1: Smallville. What? Gotham. That show.
2: Am I wrong?
0: 10 seasons of Smallville?
4: Okay. Uh Chris, are you watching any of these uh, TV shows? Uh, I'm watching Flash, I'm watching Gotham, I'm watching Agents of Shield and uh I'm about to watch Constantine I have it on my DVR. Um and yeah, I I agree. I I don't know what how I'm waiting to see if Gotham can be entertaining with the idea that the most exciting thing to me about that series is going to be the end when Bruce Wayne becomes Batman. So I and you don't and I don't know what their plan is. I don't know if some of Gotham is going to be and I don't know how long this can go for this to be the case, but for Bruce to Become Batman before he's actually Batman, like the training stages, like almost the year one stuff that was in the books. If there's going to be any of that, what if he just becomes Batmite first? <laughs> 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 and Mitzel Plick joins yeah. in, and then it turns. We're into, having fun, <laughs> yeah. trick or treat. But I mean, yeah, I, I they have to make to me they have to make Jim Gordon a much more interesting character than they have so far. But I feel like comic fans. Comic fans will let a lot of shit go down their throat before they fire back. Like Gotham, Gotham's going to have to be rotten for 23 episodes straight before they go, you know what, maybe this isn't the show for me. And I mean, I I think uh, that's one of the reasons why comic fans and people are still trying to sort of play to the comic fan base is because they know that even when it's bad, we're going to be there. You know what I mean? I don't know how anybody feels about this Fantastic Four movie coming out, but I I see a lot of it, and I'm just like, oh, man, this is not going to be as... I don't think this is going to work. I I applaud I applaud the sensibility of trying to think out of the box, but some of it just seems to be out of the box just to be out of the box. Oh and God. so I think that that's going to be a big stumbling block. When it finally comes out, unless it's... the. God, it, it would have to hit a home run of biblical proportions for me to go, okay, I was wrong. I was wrong about that.
1: Have you seen anything from it? Because, I I mean, I've looked online. There's really barely anything. In fact, there was an article on Slash Film recently about why there's no publicity for this movie that's coming out in nine months. There's been not even stills released. So are we worried
0: that this is just to keep the option alive? And, uh, like, obviously Marvel saw that the option was going to expire. Like the Roger Corman one? Well, Well, yeah, I mean, and that's still the option that they're going on. The Roger Corman movie that got thrown together in a matter of days, so that they could keep the option, is still the op- is still the the option that Fox owns and is operating the Fantastic Four off of. And they're in Marvel's canceling Fantastic Four, pulling the Fantastic Four characters supposedly from video games and toys, just to be like, you know what, Fox, when you put this movie out, there's going to be no support from the mother country. Allegedly, uh, like, allegedly, allegedly, that's what's happening. And um, I don't know. I mean, if. If there's a comic book movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna put down money for it unless it's Catwoman with Halle Berry. Like that's the that, that is the that is the only one that I didn't pay or, for. Or Ghost the, Rider I mean, with Nicholas Cage. I paid Cage. for all of them, and I paid for the Ghost Rider movies. I paid for the Punisher movies, even when like Punisher was like weird uh, and kind of wussy. Like and it was like let's have Thanksgiving dinner. And it's like what, whatever. But you guys get it, right? Like if it's a comic book movie, we've been starved for this for so long. Is Marvel and DC going to oversaturate it to where we uh, no longer want to see comic book movies? Absolutely not. We're still going to be there every single day.
1: I-, I feel like we're living in like this renaissance like period where like, I never imagined as a kid there'd be so many comic book movies. I and, mean, it's just
0: And if you don't like awesome. the Fantastic Four movie, how many runs of your favorite comic book did you sit through that like, you, you, you still read Spider-Man even though they went through the Clone Saga. Like, you still read that stuff. I mean,
1: this is the thing about the there Fantastic been the comics. The Fantastic Four, I don't know if you've seen like the cast is all really young, which kind of pisses me off. they Sort of CW cast it, you know, in a way of like, look, they're all young and good looking and annoying that no real character actors in there, like chicklists and whatnot. But I feel like we're never going to get a good Fantastic Four movie. It pisses me off because everyone knows from reading the Fantastic Four for years that Reed Richards is an older dude that's into young blondes. Yes. We're never going to get to see that. Yeah. That was kind of a joke. I'm fucking with you guys a little bit. <laughs> Let's see. That was an awful joke. I will never tell that publicly again.
4: Uh, no, you're right on, though, man. I don't know if you like. I'm a, as as evidenced by the shirt, I'm a big John Byrne guy, and so John Byrne's run uh, in Fantastic Four. Um, there's an actual scene where Reed is meeting young Sue Storm, and she's probably 10 years old yeah. at the time. And and uh, you know that was part of the probably thing. They did I mean, obviously, you know, hey Sue, or you want to go to the room? But you know, they weren't together until she was of age. Right. But I mean, that's something that they've talked about that it it was a you know a May December with those yeah. two and now that they've like you said uh they've cw'd the cast i i feel like they look at the ultimate comics and said all right well maybe this is the best bet to make it uh accessible to new fans and new readers you know the ultimate right. fantastic four they're all teenagers even read mark, like so.
0: mark millar who wrote it is one of the guys who run who runs the, the comic book movies over at Fox. Um, that being said, you didn't read that later storyline where Johnny was going through Reed's office. I was like, you got some great stuff in here. Open a file cabinet. I was like, what is Incubator File? Why is that my sister? <laughs> what? But oh, I'm... He, he just left her in there. He's like, All I'll right. be back for you, Susan. Never mind. Um, so, uh, Katerina. Yes. Two Wonder Woman movies. You're a... Uh, a woman. You're a uh, female actress. And I was going to say a female actress and a wonderful woman. <laughs> uh, and... Is that too much? I mean, is that not enough? Is it reactionary to be like, we're going to have two Wonder Woman movies. You, you have Captain Marvel. We're going to have two Captain Marvels.
2: Well, I have to agree with Chris saying, let's try one first and figure out if people like it. You know, to me personally, I've never, like, I've never watched the Wonder Woman TV series or anything or read the comic book, but she was never particularly appealing to me. Not that I'm saying she's not great, but like as for me, if I pick up a comic, it's going to be Lobo and that's it. So I'd like to see two <laughs> Lobo comic books made into a movie. Old Um, old Lobo, not
0: Jared Leto. Right, old
2: Lobo. But uh, we could do one male Lobo and one female Lobo. Mm -hmm. I would be down because he... Turns female in the one in the oh. one book. Remember, That's just icky. so you could make that into a movie. Um, I would find that more interesting. Um, don't please uh, be mad at me, but I find that more interesting than Wonder Woman. Well, as far as as far as the man.
4: two Wonder Woman movies, especially if you're talking about doing one in the 20s or one in the w- did you say w- World, World War, War II? Two, yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at what people thought of the first Captain America movie before it was released, the idea that the origin of Captain America was going to be the one that was you know, first put out to the majority of people. I mean, comic fans knew his history, but the majority of people that were seeing the movie for the first time probably didn't, and so this is Captain America's origin. Wonder Woman is also one of those characters that has that longevity of character where the mentality that she's, like you said, she's been around all this time, or you said it. She's been around all this time, and so she does have a history, especially early on in the comics where she was you know, fighting Nazis. So maybe there's a story there, or maybe that's the the method they go to uh, to tell the story of Wonder Woman dealing in the 1940s or whatnot. Right. Is that I,
0: interesting? Uh, when you've already seen her like running around with Batman, Superman characters that you love? is it interesting? Don't know. We, we, like, we shit don't know. Fan now? It depends. I. Yeah. It
4: depends. Like I. It depends on the story. I mean, and this goes to is is yeah. Ben Affleck going to be a good Batman? It depends, man. I, I mean, mean the I the can, can say camp, I mean, that camp. he does. He's been in some crap, and he's been in some really good stuff. I'm I'm looking forward to see what happens. I hope that he's not bad. Um, I hope that this Wonder Woman movie's not bad. I hope Batman v Superman is good. I hope, despite w- the v- fact v- is that good. it looks like they're jumping the gun on so many different things, it seems like they're playing catch up, and they're playing. Um, oh God, they they did this, so we have to do this right now. Like we can't we can't do Batman as a standalone in the Superman. You know, we've done Dark Knight, but that was a standalone thing. Like, no one's going to say, okay, the Superman from Man of Steel and the Batman from the Dark Knight, they're in the same universe. They're not, nobody says that because Christopher Nolan made his own, to me anyway, he made his own standalone universe for that character. And so DC's not going to make another Batman movie with Ben Affleck by himself. They're not going to make a second Man of Steel and then hopefully go to Justice League. They're doing Justice League right now, damn it, because we need to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're playing catch-up. And so I hope that, you know, it's still a good story despite the fact that they're jumping so
1: much. Superman's chest. Yeah,
3: I feel like they're really jumping the gun, too, with throwing, you know, uh, switching up the the whole roles of putting in, uh, you know, Batfleck now and having him in there right now when all of these, you know, how, like we said, DC does a really good job of kind of like wrapping up like these stories, especially where they're at now kind of with Gotham and giving backstory to these fans who don't read comic books. I feel like that's kind of what Gotham's doing is giving story and giving, you know, highlights. And we've kind of already done that with Nolan's universe with Batman.
0: And Tim Burton's and every iteration of Batman. Exactly. Why just grew up a good
3: thing, you know. Of course, they had, you know, Batman Forever and then the one with Mr. Freeze, and they kept changing Batman's, but it's like...
0: That's Chris's favorite, the one with Mr. Freeze. I liked Mr. Freeze. That's
3: no one's favorite. You like
0: like Mr. Freeze?
2: I liked, yes. Well, my, the only...
0: The drinking I, game? One of is my Freeze? very
2: favorite movies of all time, and obviously my favorite Batman movie, is Batman Returns. Right. Which is like Why? genius movie outside of even comic books. The second Tim Burton like But I liked, out of that movie, I liked Mr. Freeze.
0: We're talking about, but Superman, you know, Batman Returns is the one with the Penguin and Catwoman. You're talking about Batman, you're talking Batman about... And
4: Robin is Mr. Freeze. No, she likes... She likes no, no, Batman Returns, returns oh, right? the Catwoman, yeah. and...
2: Oh, uh, and speaking of, because you were asking me about Wonder Woman, um... I don't think necessarily that it's more interesting for me because I'm a woman, that she's no. a woman, but, like, if you're talking about women, I would much rather see a good Catwoman movie because we haven't had that yet.
0: Right. And there's a basis for that character. Like, there's a familiarity with that character. I think One Woman, I, why I have I they miscued also, on her so many times?
2: I think also, for me, like, the more interesting characters are, the, like, the flawed characters. And I think mm-hmm. that's why Iron Man took off so much because he's, like, essentially flawed, and that's why people find him interesting and then the same with you know Catwoman and they try to bring that in with the Christopher Nolan Batman characters he's supposed to be like
0: what is Lobo's flaw since you're a big Lobo fan oh, he and i'm not i'm not as fa- i'm perfect. not as familiar with Lobo like what is Lobo's flaw like what draws you to Lobo as a character he's hilarious yes but
2: well he's hilarious but also he does like all the bad things you know he drinks and womanizes and uh, frags everybody but he always keeps his word
0: right like cat just like Kat. Like me. Yep. You womanize. You What was the list? She frags. We we frags. Frag. OK. Uh, OK. So out of the Marvel phase three movies, we got a Black Panther movie, which I think was uh, overdue. And it's awesome that they announced it. I think that was cool. Uh, Captain Marvel movie. They don't got X-Men, so they're going to go with Inhumans. Is, is that true, you think, that, they, that they're doing Inhumans? I mean, my, uh, there's a big theory going around that the Inhumanity storyline that started out on the Marvel universe and only had like two issues in the whole crossover it has yet to finish, it has yet to continue, was because Marvel doesn't own the X-Men and needs mutants in their cinematic universe, and the Inhumans are the ones that they do own, and they can make well, into they, the cinematic universe equivalent of the mutants.
1: Well, they can't even use that the word mutant, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, they can't use the word mutant in the Marvel movies. Right. So they're, I guess they're just calling them Inhumans? Right. I don't know. I feel like Marvel should get the rights to all of those characters back That Whatever that deal was that they made way back when with those... There were many deals. Fox and and Some of them were
0: at Artisan, some of them were at New Line, they were all across the board. And
1: there's some characters that are in different places, too. Well,
0: they've only... You know, Namor is at Universal. It's the only one Universal has because the Hulk reverted and they co-produced the Hulk. Namor is at Universal. Hmm. So if you want to make an Invaders throwback movie... You gotta go get Namor. Is
1: Namor in the Defenders too? Really? Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah,
0: okay. Well, the Which Defenders is now the TV show, and the, right. so it doesn't the actually Netflix. have any of the Defenders in it. So it's like okay, that's weird. Um, it is a mess. And you're right that they, they, you you do want them to get all of them, but uh, maybe they'll get Spider-Man if Sony continues to misfire on their on their Spider-Man movies and spend yeah, that, that, more than that they last,
1: make. That last Spider-Man movie, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, was the Batman and Robin of Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> movies. It really was utterly ridiculous and insulting and a mishmash, and you can, you know, some dismiss it of, well, it's for kids, so, so what, but there's so much dark stuff in there, like, you know, I I mean, I I don't, it was almost like that movie was made by a bunch of studio executives' notes, Right. That's who made that movie. It wasn't directed by Mark Webb. It was, here's what every producer, intern who worked at Sony, marketing department, that movie was made by the studio machine, and that's why it was a piece of crap. Whereas something like a Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy, which was a total surprise, was made by James Gunn, who was given incredible creative freedom, strangely, mm-hmm. um, And it was weird, because I've known James for years from just the film festival circuit and from indie film and whatnot, and he was like, they just let me do whatever I want. It's weird. like, He felt it was weird how much creative control they gave him, but I believe that they really loved the script, because when Joss Whedon read that script, he said, this is the best script at Marvel right now, is this Guardians of the Galaxy script, which is why that movie got made, was because everyone believed in that screenplay. And then also giving, I, I feel like this is what the big studios will do: is they'll find an indie talent, like a Chris Nolan or whatnot, among others, um, you know, and then and then just give them these big toys to play with, and and they can sort of add that heart, that human story that so many big Hollywood films lack, like Michael Bay
0: movies.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they give it
1: to an indie guy, and it's like, okay, we got the heart taken care of, but we know how to do the spectacle. Right. We know how to do. We're going to walk
0: him through the spectacle. And right. I was going to tell Katarina that if she liked Mr. Freeze, she should watch The Amazing Spider Man, too, because the, the. I mean, Electro's kind of Mr. Freeze ish in that movie. Like, his whole th- obsession with Spider Man is because Peter Parker remembers his name, and he kind of becomes like this weird stalker who can electrocute things. And, uh, and he's got a weird, crap ass
1: theme song that. You know, turns that on is bad, it, Yeah, that oh,
0: theme song's hilarious. God. It was my ringtone for a week. Don't I wanted to about. punch
1: myself <laughs> in the taint every time I heard that song. It was terrible.
0: <laughs> so, what do you do with Spider-Man? If you're Sony and you're sitting there, do you share it with Marvel? And how? Yes. What is it, what, but what does that look like? Do you still make your own Spider-Man movies? It's do you make Kevin Sinets Feige? Six?
1: Kevin Feige calling all the shots. That's what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. And Sony making the money, but they but they've got to share the character with Marvel.
1: They they need to get notes from Marvel and listen to those notes instead of everyone else. Mm
0: -hmm. And beyond Zack Snyder, is there that person at DC who's going to shepherd the Warner Brothers films?
1: Do you know who that is? Because I don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we're looking for is some kind of a a structure, some kind of a spine that says, okay, well, we can see, since they announced that big slate of movies, we can see where a cyborg movie fits in. We can see where an Aquaman movie fits in. We're looking forward to all those movies. Just convince us that that they're going to be good. And I, I did like Man of Steel. I thought Man of Steel warrants more movies absolutely it did it, it had a great box office a lot of people did like it and if it was a mixed bag that's still good enough to keep going you know what i mean like that—that that is that is good enough to build on and, right, uh, it, it,
4: it, comparing that to Green Lantern, and if Green Lantern—if they had switched those movies around, and Green Lantern had come after this third Batman, and that was the reason why all of these things were, I, mean, I think people would be more skeptical because right. Green Lantern obviously was meh.
0: Well, Green Lantern wasn't that their their attempt at making their Iron Man movie, where they're like, "We will start this now." Maybe you know, Jeff Johns. Was, I mean, I thought the Green Lantern movie, as weird as it was, was kind of faithful to the weirdness of the Green Lantern comic. It was cosmic, I mean it had tone issues, it had a bit of pace issues, but I was like, okay, write me a better Green Lantern movie. It's really a, really a tightrope walk of a character. It, it, the people aren't familiar with it, you know, and it's a character with really weird powers. A part of think, me I wants it, to see the Jack Black version. I just think
1: it's weird, because Hal Jordan, I think he wishes that they had some version of Skype. Because every time he had to go to Oa, it was like he had to go all the way to this other planet to have a conversation. It was like a Bill
0: and Ted montage. And then
1: then the main villain at the very end of the movie looks like a design off the back of some affliction shirt. You know, it was this weird sort of like, you know, a snake, you know, coming out of a cannon (laughs) with a weird skull face, and it it was the, it was just fucking
4: stupid. Wings and a sword. I think
1: the problem is they were trying to shoehorn too much of Green Lantern into one movie. It should have been he just becomes Green Lantern on right. Earth. In the second movie, he discovers that there's a planet called Oa and goes there. They were trying to shove three movies' worth of story into one film. I think that's... it's Because I like Ryan Reynolds. I thought that he did a fine job. I like the design of it. I like the ambition of it. It was too much... Sto- you're you're the susp- He needed to learn how to use that ring rather than the first time he uses it, he makes a race car to slow down yeah. the helicopter. That was just... Yeah. Weird and something that is true to Green Lantern universe, but he should have fucked up more. I think that's the best part of a superhero is the parts where they fail. You know, the very first Spider-Man movie directed by Sam Raimi, where he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, I like those parts.
0: And like, that's the stuff Cat and I think everybody on this panel gravitates towards yeah. is the human element that let, allows us to connect with a character that we are not familiar with.
1: Sam like Raimi, Green, another indie director.
0: Yeah. yeah, Sam Raimi was another indie director. Uh, you know, to take it into fantasy, Peter Jackson. You, know, you, do, you, you do Heavenly Creatures, and then you step up and you knock it out of the park for New Line. New Line ultimately was buried by the Golden Compass, another fantasy franchise they tried to turn into it. But, um, but New Line, that would have been the end of New Line if, if those Lord of the Rings movies hadn't worked. I mean, that was a huge gamble. Three movies at the same time with an indie director at that price point would have killed that studio then. It took the Golden Compass to do it a few years later, but it's huge. Huge gamble.
1: But at least we have three Hobbit movies.
0: You know what? Show me the other franchise that has a lot of guys walking over mountains for like half of it and like dragons and stuff and I'll watch that instead. I mean, you know what? Enjoy the Hobbit movies because when are you going to see that stuff in another I, movie? I want to
1: see the fan edit of all three of the Hobbit movies where someone edits them into one 90-minute movie. Yes. I would watch that movie. Yes. Just show me one 90-minute version of I think that would be a fun... Someone else do that so I can watch it.
0: <laughs> it's going to be for Grace isn't, yeah, he, isn't he the one who edited like, the super version of the, uh, I've seen prequels? it, it's awesome It is actually a good movie? Well,
1: except for the fact that like, there's certain things you just can't get around Like Hayden Christensen's performance is so bad You realize how crappy that is Right,
0: or the fact that Chewbacca was fighting with Yoda Yet Han Solo doesn't believe in the force Even though his co-pilot right. is it's, like, oh never mind I didn't just fight with Jedi you yeah. know, And Han Solo's like, what's the force? You can't convince me of anything And Chewbacca's like, well I did have a fight with Jedi Everywhere to save my home, but never mind, we'll talk about that later Puzzle yeah. doesn't know Wookiees like, like doesn't know his language. That's, uh, he yeah. um, that's what he said. I so, guys, uh, is the, is there a misfire in this Marvel Phase Three? Is Inhumans a misfire? Like, like, I, are, like, that, can these work?
1: That's interesting because, because I mean, Saturday Night Live did that joke involving fancy ghosts where they said that basically anything Marvel puts out is going to be a hit. Yes, they've sort of reached this level of quality, but I do wonder like, are is there going to be one of these the tanks? Because I think that that's when. When does That's Rome when the studios burn. start to go, what, what's that? When does Rome burn? Yeah, when is, well, when did one of these like misfire? I don't know. I still kind of like, like I love the whole idea that everything's connected. So like even like Captain America had a bit part in Thor Dark World. I mean, there's like that little cameo where Loki turns into Captain America right, for right.
0: a second, which is such a cool part. And S.H.I.E.L.D. does cool stuff. Like Sif yeah. shows up. They had the Absorbing Man played by yes. Chris Masters. There I
1: way. like that stuff. So I think they realize that what they're telling is, one story, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's just that this particular issue focuses on Doctor Strange, but I guarantee Doctor Strange is going to have other stuff happening in that world involving familiar characters that will have cameos because all the Marvel movies need that, right?
0: And we learned that Black Panther isn't going to be introduced in his own movie, he's going to be introduced in Civil War. Right. like th- I think maybe that's Maybe cool. even
1: Easter eggs in Avengers Age of Ultron.
0: Maybe. Right. Age of Ultron. Maybe they, int- they use that to introduce uh, the technology developed by Mr. Hank Pym earlier in the Marvelous Cinematic Universe and leads to like the August release of Ant-Man, right, man. which I'm kind of looking forward to more in the same way I was kind of looking forward to Guardians more than, I uh, than, our, than uh, Cap 2. I was like, yeah, Cap 2, we know what we're going to get. It's going to be badass. Uh, Guardians is going to be interesting. You know, and that's kind of how I'm looking at Ant-Man. It's like we kind of know what we're going to get with the old Age of Ultron. Ant-Man's going to be interesting. I'm excited for that one. Another question sir.
5: Um, I don't mean to cut anybody else. Does anybody else want to get up here? No, that's fine. Do a dance first.
0: Uh, <laughs> What's your question, sir? Uh,
5: two things um, you guys brought up. Uh, going back to DC, me myself, uh, once again, respectfully, I have to disagree. Um, I love I love Batman. He
0: absolutely. wants you to leave, Chris. I, I've
5: been reading Batman for years. But You, you leave don't even have pants. to do
1: it respectfully. You can do it assholey. I don't no, care. No, this is no. a comic book
0: convention.
5: No, we no, don't I, care. It's cool. Um, I respect your opinion. <laughs> I like Batman a lot, but... Yeah, I'm getting a little burnt out on him. I mean, and I think that's one of DC's weaknesses right now. They rely way too much on Batman. I mean, from, he is from the number
1: one, He's their number one selling character. I, I, I get that. Of, of like all, like merch, like everything, I, I, like I completely understand more like, than I, Donald saying, Duck.
0: <laughs> What's that or Daffy Duck? More than Daffy Duck?
1: Oh I, no, I'm talking about DC. No, yeah.
0: get out. Uh,
5: here. Even, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying <laughs> abandon Batman, but give him a break for a couple of years. I mean, I would build a whole universe around Superman. Introduce maybe introduce Wonder Woman later on. I mean. I, like you mm-hmm. said, they did Guardians of the Galaxy. Will we ever see Legions of Superheroes? I mean, will yeah. we ever see a Teen Titans movie? I mean, this is where Marshall. I Mar- heard Martian
0: Manhunter's unfilmable. They're, they're,
5: they're taking <laughs> chances. And also, um, you said too, what if they have, have a, a flop? Well, they, they may have a bad movie, yeah. but look at all the good they've done. I mean,. I'm don't. i I'm the type of person, I don't give up on something just because you have one or two bad things. I mean, like when Spider-Man 3 came out, I really wanted to see Raimi come back and do a fourth one because yeah. I really enjoyed the first two. So they might have a couple of misses, but I mean, they're on a roll right now. They're doing but you, but you, you
0: Nobody, bats right, like, Nobody bats 100. Nobody yeah. bats 100. They're batting great.
1: But I do agree with you that like, yeah, it's good to have a character. I mean, you know, between the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, it was four years as opposed to three years with, uh, which is which is fine. I there feel was like, a yes, death in the family, no pun,
0: yeah. but there was. I mean, Heath Ledger well, dying. Yes. There maybe that movie would have come out earlier. Well, what
5: I'm yeah. saying, not just the film, but look at it. We, could, we just wrapped up the Nolan trilogy. It's only been two years since Rises. Yeah, what happened to John He's Blake? Had, Can he? We see what's him what's in what's Justice it, League. Um, four, what? Four Arkham games now. Four, four Arkham yeah. games. Every 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 all the DC animated movies now are ridiculous. It's like if it's not a Justice League movie where once, been, once again Batman's got to be the coolest kid on the block, then it's a standalone Batman movie. But it's you like, vote I, with I your like dollar the character. But it's like they seem like they don't believe in all their other characters. I mean, even when I watch the writing, it's like I, I just watched the very terrible. I, I couldn't stand it. Justice League War animated right. movie. And not only was, once again, Batman the coolest kill on the block, but everybody else is so unlikable in the movie. It's just...
0: But at the same time, like, you vote with your dollar. And if you didn't, you know, if you don't want to see Batman, then you're burnt out on Batman, you're not going to go see his movies. And Batman is still a huge... I mean, The Dark Knight, again, was second only to Titanic in domestic box office. Until Avengers beat it. And until Avengers beat it. But, I mean, third. that's not... That's still something every movie except two movies still wants. Um... People vote with their dollars. If you want to see these these weird movies, if you want to see intricate movies, if you want to see interesting movies, just pay for them. I mean, hopefully, Ant-Man does well. Hopefully, *Guardians* does well. I think D- DC did a, this whole reaction, uh, and it may not even have been a reaction. We don't know that they don't have a plan. Uh, but they they put all these interesting movies like *Cyborg* and *Aquaman* out there because *Guardians* proved that you could do this, no matter if there's a DC label on your movie or not. I'm just hey, we're going to be paying for these movies regardless. Um, let me change it over to my buddy Grant Morrison. I, uh, Chris, i got to hear the Grant Morrison story because okay. <laughs> I didn't hear this. And you told Katerina that... Uh, you told Katerina, but I want to hear the Grant Morrison Okay, the story. Grant
4: Morrison story, basically. Uh, I was walking around the, uh, the, the floor today, and I was shopping around the comic books, and I uh, happened to be looking through a comic book box, and one of the gentlemen who was running the shop says... Um, are you cosplaying as Grant Morrison? (laughs) And I said, no, I'm cosplaying as myself. And he goes, are you Grant Morrison? (laughs) And I said, no, if I was, I would tell you to sell my books for a lot more than this young man. (laughs) That's
0: the Grant Morrison story. So I think it's pretty good. Chris, do you ever get that where they're like, are you Chris Gore? (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm cosplaying as Chris Gore right now.
0: And they're like, you've been served. Here you go. Your ex-wife wanted to know.
1: <laughs> What I get is, are you Chris Hardwick? And I said, no, wrong, Chris. <laughs> they don't
0: do that, do they? But then
1: the funny thing is, he Chris, gets... Chris, they actually do that. Yes, and he gets mixed up with me. He'll be at red carpets and people say, hey, Chris Gore. So whatever. Fuck it, he's he's the Earth Two ver- version of Chris. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I would always tease him on the set. <laughs> so. Chris,
3: when can we see you doing more reviews like you used to do on Attack of the Show? When you did like the, I think you had like a minute and a half or two minutes. Uh, well, yeah, movies? I had like
1: four minutes to do this DV Tuesday. Yeah, segment. I probably that, not dude. unless someone pays me to do it. Why? Well, not?
3: I, I, I could just do it on your podcast. I thing. would I love used to watch to... my movies based off of what you would say in like thirty seconds. Like no shit. Like that's how I right. watch well, movies. You know what? If you I said will it do. Sucked, I wouldn't watch it. What's your name?
1: Dylan. Dylan, for you on the next episode of my podcast, I'll do a bunch of fucking reviews. Dude, kick ass. Okay, so Dylan,
3: kick ass. I'm writing indeed. it
1: down. Dylan needs some reviews, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I, you about I do. some I'm, movies. I'm, dude, I'm lacking. On my I'm, next I'm podcast, right I my podcast off. now costs fifty bucks because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I
3: have to watch all the movies that my film teachers are suggesting. Citizen Kane. I mean, those are cool and whatever, but like, dude, let's get some good stuff, bro. Nah, I got some better. I got some better <laughs>
0: suggestions. Yeah. I got some better suggestions. You know how many better me. movies there are than Citizen Kane? Oh, there's a shitload.
1: Well, <laughs> look, I'm I'm a fan. It's just that, like, also, like, I, you know, I've spent considerable time over the last couple of years just trying to change my career, you know, doing, like, stand-up comedy, yeah. doing, like, I'm working on two animated web series that are coming out next year. He did three I do, adult films. I do voice act three. Adult, I do voice I acting. I saw one of them. Voice yeah, a- Voice acting work, like, like, I'm just trying Go to do like other a stuff. child, one, two, and three. I, 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 I've never considered myself a good movie critic. There's people that are way better than me. Like, I, I just... And, but the thing is, I'll still have opinions about movies, but I, want, I prefer to move in the direction of creator rather than, you know, doing reviews. I mean that's, We had this the, talk. The real answer, you like... You just Chris stuff? and I had yeah. this
0: talk at, at a... We, were, we found each at a party, and we're like, where have we been?
1: No, that, that job that is, is a talk. dead job. Like, like, a lot of jobs don't exist now because of the sort of digital industrial revolution, so to speak, in the last five years. And that job is kind of over. You know, the job of being a film critic because the mass... Populists on social media are the ones, those, those opinions are matter. I mean, they're algorithms that, that the studios look at of positive and negative what people are saying on Twitter, and they can predict the box office based on the ch- ch- Twitter chatter on Fridays.
4: Right, right. They're doing their job for free. Right, yeah. so,
1: but which is like you all tweet your opinions. You know, selling or Sellers sucked, you know, or like whatever you say, you loved it or hated it, you know, that stuff it's is tracked. And that will help predict. So, so I feel like that that job has been democratized, where it's like. And I've always believed that like everyone's opinion has validity as long as it's a qualified opinion, as long as it's it's one that comes with you know you've actually seen the movie. Right. It helps if you've seen a lot more movies. It helps if you have a sense of film history. It helps if you can write grammatically correctly, <laughs> which most people can't. So I feel like there's all these to me always like three qualifications. You know, you just. You need to have those qualifications to be able to write about film. Okay. But I still feel like people's opinions are valid. You know, the box office is the way you vote right. on movies that you like and dislike.
0: Katerina, uh, you, you have a series of movies that I saw at the booth. Uh, Katerina's uh, signing and doing photos at the booth and stuff. And she, ha- I saw that you had a row of DVDs that are like horror movies. Yes. And what is that? Uh, You've never told me about that stuff.
2: Right. Well, that's like classic uh, horror movies that I re-released by Scorpion releasing. And I do like a little hosting segment. Like
0: Joe Bob Briggs? Yeah. Who was like the best? Remember Joe Bob Briggs when he would talk mm-hmm. about horror movies? Yeah. Or like, uh, and, and that, so those DVDs are like awesome horror movies. It's, and it's Halloween, so there'd be a perfect right. time to check those out. Yes. Uh, are you into horror movies? Are you really into no. that stuff?
2: No, no, they're from like the 70s and no, 80s. No, she's into it. You're into it. Though. Oh, okay. you're no, into it.
0: Yeah, 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 I know that you're not in them, but. Oh. Yeah. She, she's into bad boys. <laughs> I am a robo fan. She's a robo fan.
1: Pull up on your motorcycle with your I like him
2: because he's bad. <laughs> I only like Lobo, that's it. Her Nothing boyfriend? Else. accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Lobo. That's the point.
6: I wanted to um, touch on a couple of Yeah, reasons. you just did the equivalent oh, of that, that you, you just did the
0: equivalent Sorry, of that t shirt where you want to be Wonder Woman's wife or, or Superman's wife. You're like, I'm training to be Batman's wife. No, she doesn't want to be Lobo's wife. Right. She wants to be Lobo. Yes. I want to pay- get
1: that shirt. I'm training to be Batman's wife. I would wear that shirt. <laughs> yeah,
0: I seriously went to Walmart after that thing. All
1: that hullabaloo totally. came out about that shirt. I wanted to buy that shirt because I was going to wear it here, and I could not find it. And it was pulled from online,
0: which that is shirt, messed up. Give the guys what,
1: a chance. To I wear mean, it. like, first of all, I understand why that is a stupid thing. It's just, it just doesn't. I don't know. I, I, I wanted to buy one of those shirts.
2: <laughs> I would like to be Catwoman, uh, uh, but Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, not any of the others. Sorry, I cut you off. No,
6: no, no, you're good. First of all, thank you guys for coming out today. We're very, very of course. happy for it. Jonathan, we're talking about film school yeah. earlier. Uh, <laughs> little you guys know, Jonathan London is an amazing film school teacher. Taught me everything I know about lighting. <laughs> I've got a couple plant. film students, in, couple here. Of students in here. Chill so plant. John, uh, a <laughs> couple all questions all I have for you guys mail. about this universe. Wrestler is also about your universe as well. Uh, I've always been a really big fan of The Riddler. Uh, we're talking about Batman Forever, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones. A lot of people said it was terrible. I loved it. Uh, you know, he approached it as a very, very comical character. I haven't had a chance to catch Gotham yet, but I feel like his character could have such a dark, twisty turn. And you never really know what kind of villains that are going to come out in any of the Batman movies. You saw Scarecrow. You saw uh, Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Like, is there any sort of specific method for them to pick their villains for what they do? Uh, that's the comic question. The second question is for wrestlers. Have you guys ever had a chance to interact with The Brood being uh, Gangrel, Edge, and uh, the, uh, the other Christian. guy? Name I forget. Christian. Christian, yes. <laughs> also, my favorite wrestlers. Just curious if you guys have ever had passings with them. And also, your thoughts on Black Panther, which was announced. But you still we have, have
0: so three many more questions. questions. I know. To <laughs> <have>. <laughs> that,
6: that'll keep you guys going. Jesus, so, dude, one at a
0: time. Right. So, so first one, have you guys ever re- in a, you know, had an
4: interaction with The Brood? Yeah. yeah yes. We've all. I've wrestled Christian many times. Yeah. Uh, I worked with those guys when they were doing the stuff with the Conquistadors. I was actually one of the Conquistadors for a little bit, so I got to meet those guys then. Let's I've see. known Gangrel well for forever, so yeah. I so yeah, like good mentors. times. Yeah, good times. I can't. I can't go into any detail <laughs> to protect the innocent. But, okay. uh, yes, g- good stuff. <laughs> Very good stuff. In Cat. <laughs> uh, not the ones that the X-Men fight, but the
0: wrestlers, the Oh, brood.
2: yes. Uh, Edge and Christian more sort of, you know, as in passing, as in being on the show. Uh, Gangrel a little bit more. we were on a tour together in England. Um, and Italy.
0: Chris, did you get beat up yeah. by the gr- brood? He's, or he's, a, he's a sweetie pie. He's yeah, so me, nice.
2: Chris, that Chris. Yeah,
0: Chris Gore, did you ever get beat up by those guys? No,
1: but I could get beat up by everyone on this panel.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pretty easily.
0: <laughs> okay, the next one was... Uh, how do they pick the villains? How do they pick the, the villains? Yeah, how do they
1: pick the villains? Because I've
6: always wanted to see another Riddler, like a dark, twisty... Because, I mean, his character is so deep.
0: You know who I wanted to have see play the Riddler? I wanted, like, one-hour photo of Robin Williams to play the Riddler. Ooh. That's why I always wanted I, to have play the Riddler. I, I, I like, honestly Instead of making him a j- Joker, like another type of Joker in the same age, go in a different direction and get Malkovich or get Robin Williams to play the Riddler and just make him super cerebral. And yeah. as smart as Batman is, he got beat a week before he knew there was even a game. Yeah. I like you know? the Riddler when the,
6: in the, the animated series, yeah. you know, when I was watching that growing up, about how they had him like, the maze and the
0: walls closing in. And yeah. like, Robert, know, Robin Williams cool. and, and um, In the Line of Fire John Malkovich were always my Riddlers. They were always the ones that I was like, that should be the Riddler. And uh, and they always went a different, kind of louder way. Um, I think that Nolan would have been an insane Riddler. Like, he, he would have done an insane Riddler, but we'll see. I, mean, I,
4: I honestly think that other than the Joker it's like the ones that have been done aren't going to be done again. So the odds are very good that you're not going to see another Riddler. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe that's wrong. Maybe the people that end up doing whatever happens after Batman v Superman, if they decide to do a Ben Affleck Batman movie by himself, yeah. maybe they're like, oh, you know what? Did,
1: didn't they announce in 2019? That was the
4: one thing they didn't the announce. Batman? They
0: didn't announce a standalone Batman movie. In which Matt Damon plays the Riddler. Never mind. I but they can't. did.
4: They did do Bane <laughs> twice. Once with yeah. Matt. Is, uh, one of sure, the but I mean, Abby you can't really did. count Bane from well, uh, Batman Forever because he was sort of Batman a secondary character versus being the lead villain. Yeah. But in uh, but still, Dark Knight still returns still the
6: same i mean like they didn't look at it the, character right. the same way but it's still the same vein. just
0: true, sure he had venom yeah. in his veins wait he but, but he I didn't mean, in this one yeah
4: um, you look at you look at the i i think unless it's like the actual like arch nemesis like joker is the batman yeah. like you never saw anybody Cat repeat Woman. in the marvel stuff yeah. uh, you know what i mean
0: catwoman's Catwoman been repeated. Was
2: twice uh, well yeah and
0: she's she's yeah a, but i mean yeah, at the character. same time
4: well i think christopher nolan Christopher Nolan decided to use those characters because they are gonna forget all of the the stuff that happened with Joel Schumacher's Batman. And maybe maybe that'll happen with Marvel now that Mark Webb is done or whoever's doing the next Spider-Man or whatnot, if they, maybe they're gonna forget of all the Sam Raimi and do a Venom or do a, you know, another doctor octopus I, you never know i just right. think it I takes i think like the, yeah. the it, odds are good that they're not going to do one just because they're like oh it's been done before i think it's it yeah, t- it hollywood's mentality it
0: I mean. depends on the yeah. artist too like if you have james Gunn come in and be like you know what you may think rocket's a silly character i know how to do rocket and they nailed rocket like that when you see chris pratt look over and that silent moment where they're all in uh, in prison and you see rocket's been tortured and you see him kind of huff and you're like Oh man, I just felt for a raccoon. You know what I mean? Like like that was, you know and, and you kinda of see Dopey Groot and he like goes and like enacts the alarm too early for the plan and you're like, oh man, like you got all those characters silently. My favorite scene in Gotham so far because uh, Gotham has been like this, this year's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where you're like, it'll get better, it'll get better, it'll get better, and S.H.I.E.L.D. did get better. Um, what is, there's just a scene where young Bruce, who's still trying to research what's going on with Arkham uh, Asylum and what's going on with his parents, pulls out these files after Alfred's been like, don't look at that, don't look into that, you're you know what I mean? And there's a nice moment where Bruce is looking through the files, and Alfred just sits down across from him puts down a book of uh, of files and starts going through it and just says, okay, I'm going to become your partner. And that was such a nice, silent moment that characterized their relationship that it just takes stuff like that. Like all my favorite moments in these movies are basically Luke looking out at the two moons and those are character moments. If you have that, you can do a Riddler. You can do a Killer Croc. You can do any character you want if you have that and it just takes a vision from an artist.
1: Or in Gotham, that episode where Penguin was washing dishes. What, <laughs> a,
4: a what a moment I that we all remember. But
3: it's funny that you mentioned like if if they've already done a character, then they're not going to come back and revisit it. But and that's o- not that's not hard not, and true. I mean, yeah, I, that's exactly. just my mentality. But it yeah, seems it, like it, that's it kind of looks like that with the major movies. But it's funny now. Like Gotham's coming, just came out. They are finally coming back, and they're doing the Penguin right now. Yeah. and they're setting it up for the Riddler.
0: Well,
4: I mean, and two, obviously Gotham. And two face. They just added Harvey Dent to the show. Gotham. Yeah. Gotham is going to because they're looking at as that as a prequel. They're doing, they're going to, because to them, none of the movies have happened yet. This is yeah. at a point I where none the, of the I movies have happened. I think that's the beauty
3: happened. of it, keeping it fresh for all these people who aren't comic book buffs. Sure. They're setting up a universe that's tailored to, I don't think anybody necessarily in this room, it's just like amusement, I guess, to or us. Or it could be
4: Smallville. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, I, or, or I love Smallville. Smallville. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. So. I was obsessed with Lex Luthor. Um... <laughs> uh, one question about that, about the, uh, uh, the villains. Do you think that in the third Batman, Christopher Nolan Batman movie, uh, they wasted Harvey Dent? Yeah, By not having a return. Like they, they, they hung on those like, last ten minutes with his character and then killed him off. The, yeah, was a, the was movie was already too long. I always, sorry, I, yeah I always wanted a Dark Knight
0: to end yeah. when Harvey Dent turned his face. Yes, like exactly. I wanted it That's to end there, thought, and you're just like, whoa. But I, I mean, I think that that the death of Heath Ledger threw that entire franchise into a, okay, let's figure out how to end this, and it's not going to be the ideal plan, but we're going to make something, you know, as good as we can. And oh man, I mean, what's crazy is the Lego Movie had more Batman in it than Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> like I walked out of the Lego Movie, and my first tweet was that time that the Lego Movie had more Batman in it than Dark Knight Rises, and it just felt like disinterested when I watched Dark Knight Rises I was like you want you know you don't do you, if you don't want to make a Batman movie anymore it's okay like we still love you Chris Nolan like we love everybody and we love Batman but you know I just don't think that's how the trilogy was supposed to end and it's sad that Heath Ledger wasn't able to be a part of that journey but Christopher Nolan said, like the third movie was gonna have Heath in it. What do you guys
3: think about Arrow? You know, in terms of Arrow's the whole tight as Smallville hell. Thing? I drink, <laughs> I, I drink like mirakuru every
4: Smallville. damn day. Awesome. I'm drinking Miracuru right this, now. The, difference, you between, city, the not me. difference between Arrow and Smallville is that Smallville is, was the story of him becoming Superman, and Arrow, he's Arrow, he's in, Arrow in the in the first right. episode. So you're it's seeing, it's seeing awesome. Green Arrow be Green Arrow. With he may rights. not be called Green Arrow. But he is Green Arrow right now and then. The, the 10 seasons of, of, and I'd stopped watching Smallville like after the, like in the middle of the second season. Yeah. I, I mean, I liked it, but I was like, ah, I can't believe no, right it. The well. Arrow's
3: way more progressive than Smallville sure, ever of course. was. Sure. And Flash was tight as hell. Ability.
4: Flash is really good. Tight All tight the so women
3: good. in the Arrow are really hot. I don't misogyny. Know great, good I don't, stuff. I like it, the cut right, of your jib, exactly. sir. Exactly. I don't know why women. That didn't there are a bunch small, of good-looking
4: dudes in there as yeah, well. Exactly I'm sure. It didn't happen in small. Oh, he's doing salmon one. ladders like every episode. He's doing those salmon course, yes. ladders. He's training for the Ultimate Ninja, the American Ninja. <laughs>
0: Do you think the issue with DC is that they're trying to play catch up and in doing so that's what's causing them to try and force these horrible They need to play their people. own game. Like DC should because just play their own, own game. Because you're saying they're trying to play catch up and do Jessica Lee
1: cuz Avengers and Guardians blew up so well. I, I think, think so. Because play your own game. I think game. so. But it's interesting because Marvel's changed so many things. One, this is what I'm hearing the chatter among studios is they're looking for what the next Marvel Cinematic Universe is. I don't think you can ever plan one out. I don't think that they even thought that it w- they would have this opportunity to be able to make a Marvel Cinematic Universe where all the films connect. And even the whole thing of like now we sit in movie theaters and we all sit and watch the credits because we're waiting for that final credit scene. Yeah. And I will say, I've seen, there's that um, Baymax. Walking Dead is doing it now. There's the Baymax That's giant funny. inflatable thing in the hall. I've seen Big Hero 6. You have to stay to the very, very end trust me there's something so cool that will blow your mind but do not leave that movie theater
0: also technically a marvel movie
1: yeah but exactly exactly but, but what i'm saying is is that marvel movies have chained us to trained us to expect that and some of them are like really cool connections to the next thing some of them are just goofy little buttons and and i mean they're just it's great and now like i feel like every big movie has to do it i remember seeing man of steel we all waited through the credits and, and there was happen. nothing, because no. I guess I, it's, it's a missed opportunity, but what's cool is they've changed the way movies are being done now, yeah. like, like Marvel. Like It is a major... I mean, it only harkens back and like could be comparable to serials in the 30s, right? Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers, all that, where you'd go to the movie theater every week, and it's like, here's a new chapter in the saga of Flash Gordon conquers the universe. And yeah, now Star I, I, Wars is doing
4: we, it. Star Wars is doing solo films right, now. Right. I the think the reason, the reason that I say that they're playing catch-up is this. You look at Iron Man 1, and everybody enjoyed Iron Man 1. Critically, it was a success, and commercially, it was a success. And then they had Captain America, which was successful, and Thor, which was successful. And then Avengers came around. DC, on the other hand, is having the three Batman movies, and they're successful, but they're also an island unto themselves. You're not seeing... Except
0: when John Blake comes back. You got that John Blake character. You're Come not seeing.
4: Back. You're not seeing Clark Kent. You're not seeing like ties to the DC universe as a whole. You're just seeing Batman, and then Man of Steel comes out and commercially successful, but critically sort of, uh, eh. Lots of maybe yes, maybe no to it. So I mean, I feel like if you look at the the foundation of what Marvel made in terms of Phase One that's a much more stable foundation for Avengers to be made. If you're going to make justice league and you're basically restarting Batman and you've made one Superman movie, which was sort of 60% successful, at least critically monetarily. Yeah, it was successful and you can't deny that. But creatively speaking, is this enough to make a Justice League movie? It's going to be Maybe the Maybe it is. Maybe two years from now, we'll all be going, man, were we dumbasses thinking Justice League wasn't going to be good? Is what it? What kind yeah. of idiots were we? I'm hoping we're that guy. I, I hope yeah. so too, man. I mean, look at the people that thought Heath Ledger wasn't going to be a good Joker. Right. You know what I mean? Or I, Michael
0: I, Keaton, the, a yeah, good Joker. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
4: We're all, we're glad to be wrong in those instances because okay. we've at some point grown up with these characters and we've gotten that. That emotional connection to see that success, and we, you know, to make us feel like I knew it. I knew they could do something great. I knew they could make a good Batman movie, or a good Superman movie, or a good Avengers movie, or a good Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't good, there wouldn't be an Inhumans. There wouldn't be an Inhumans. There wouldn't be a Black Panther. And if, the, and if uh, Iron Man wasn't good, if 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 somehow Iron Man two Iron Man 2 to me wasn't as good as Iron Man 1, but Iron Man 3 came back up. If it, it was a slow, if it was a slow fall, if it was a complete, you know, plummet into hell, there probably wouldn't be a Guardians of the Galaxy. They might we do like, not uh, have uh, enough time for me to know. talk
0: about Iron Man 3, AKA Happy Hogan hides behind a hot dog cart after an explosion evaporated people against the walls. Adamantium. Hot dog cart. I think that well, hot dog cart, you should have like zoomed in and said made in Wakanda. Oh my God, they're introducing
4: it. Vibranium is here. Like how the
0: hell did he hide behind a hot dog cart when people were being evaporated behind, oh never mind, don't worry about it. <laughs> Iron Man, that is just the beginning of the Iron Man 3. I could care less about the Mandarin thing but like making Tony and Pepper that unintelligent made me did, so did you frustrated. See, did you
1: see the short the short about the mandarin yeah but the mandarin i thought that uh, was not my problem one shot that's just not my problem with the movie my
0: problem is that pepper is like oh my god i didn't realize this is the guy who i used to work for who uh is on the magazine in my lobby and he's also a leader in my robotics field of which i run a convention and i didn't recognize him until he was standing in my lobby uh linkedin would have solved that movie like LinkedIn, like just being like, oh, that's the guy who. Never mind. Um, <laughs> like it's just weird. I understand Tony had anxiety, but Pepper. She was not smart. All right, Mr. Joker, let's make you the last question because the convention is basically closed. Uh, and we'll be back at, uh, at 9 a.m. tomorrow at booth 1110 on the floor. Um, Chris will be dancing in Slave Leia, and Kat will be back, and then uh, we're going to have uh, Chris back on, on back on Sunday. I have to
4: fall down on, in Texas tomorrow. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have to fall down for a living. And get punched. Uh-huh. So, uh, Mr. Joker, your last so question. Going back with uh, DC, and someone mentioned Justice League War. Um, and how there's all of these DC animated movies. Um, I'm wondering if you think because there d- because of years year one Batman and Dark Knight Returns, if more of the graphic novels are going to be made into movies. Well, they've already made Dark Knight into a movie. I feel like with Dark Knight Rises, there was so much of the Dark Knight Rise of uh, Dark Knight in Dark Knight Rises that they definitely. Did that and Bane breaking Batman's back? Like there was a lot of stuff that was panel for panel in the Dark Knight Rises. What is left that is the legendary stuff? Obviously, we're gonna have Batman beating up Superman and Batman in, in Dark Knight armor, which is cool. Um, what what other stuff is there? I mean, they'll probably do a tons. lot more of the
4: animated stuff just because it feels like they've got more freedom and it's probably more cost effective to do some of the grander scale stories. Didn't they just do? Uh, basically, wasn't Doom sort Maybe of, uh, of Final Crisis? In Throne of Atlantis is the fifty-two story. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so the odds are good. Like it seems like DC's biggest successes have been television, Te- yeah. television dramas on CW, and the animated movies, they didn't right, make a and l- which isn't bad. I mean, that's right. great. That's that's been their strong suit so far. Yes. Marvel's animation. You know, they've done Ultimate Spider-Man, they've done Avengers Assemble, but I don't think any of them have been Up to at part, least... Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if creatively, or I, I don't know how you'd measure that monetarily, just because...
0: There is a Guardians cartoon coming. Sure. Yeah. Uh,
4: but, you know, I mean, as far as the, the animated movies, I guess that's more of a DVD sales, or, uh, uh, you know, renting on your... your you know, Roku or whatnot.
0: I'd love to be see Sandman done in that fashion. I'd love to see some of the Vertigo uh, books done in an animated fashion. Like they don't need to be forced into like miniseries. But like, if you have a, a Vertigo series like Sandman, which is really visual, um, or maybe even Preacher, which we know is going to AMC. Uh, why don't we do Why the Last Man as it you know as a series of of animated movies? Sure. You know,
4: you could do a lot of the big uh, story arcs. You know, or or some of the stories that we've grown, like Killing Joke, would be a, a uh, great yeah, be awesome. animated. See, I that, mean, but I mean that would be for us. It what a trip be for Arkham Trenuals. Asylum would be. See, animated yeah, yeah, yeah. Arkham see, Asylum.
0: you you know,
1: that's what Gotham should have been. Gotham made so many obvious choices. Let's show the corrupt Gotham Police Department. We've seen that. You know, let's show all these villains who are very villainy in their, in their younger age. Killing yeah. <laughs> is is you know the person who became the Joker in The Killing Joke wasn't a villain. He was a patsy right. who put on the red hood. He, he he had a pregnant wife. It was really effed up. He really just went mad and became, he was a nice guy. Chris is like was driven to the edge. becoming that. This is what it should have been. It should have been, the, the premise of Gotham is flawed to begin with. What the premise of Gotham should have been is something of, we're basically on the villain's side because a villain never sees him or herself as a villain. A villain is like, this the is hero my hero in mi- his own story. This that's is my mission say. and this is my goal. Now it's antithetical to what the protagonist's goal is, but this is my goal, right? My goal is to build a Death Star and blow up planets and do what the Emperor tells me about it. That's my job, right? Uh, so so I, I feel like the premise is just flawed from the beginning. We should have met a bunch of really cool it, it should have been like Godfather You know how, like in the Godfather you're rooting for these people who you love who are murderous and criminals What not that should have been the world of Gotham should have been the world of, of all these villains who we come to love and this Fucking asshole Batman comes along and ruins it all
0: <laughs>
2: Or like Lex Luthor in Smallville.
0: <laughs> oh, oh shit. It all comes back around. <laughs> um, guys, that is all the time we have. And I think, Kat, you were right on that one. Uh, it was a likable Lex Luthor. Yeah. who was yeah. the hero in his own story. And that was the, uh, the bright, si- shining spot of Smallville. Yeah, I've been podcasting for nine years. Um, anyway, guys, this is Geekscape. We're going to put this up later on geekscape.net. Thank you guys for coming. We're here at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, which is... Tough. But uh, we're at a booth 1110 on the floor. Come hang out with us. You can see us all online. Chris has a podcast called Pod Crash with Chris Gore. He also has a few books out. I, I have a comedy album and book called Celebrities Poop. It's, um, it's,
1: avail- it's available on iTunes. You can also get it. It's on I did the audible.com version of the book. But it's a book and a comedy album, so you can buy one or the other or both. And Just then Google, Google say it, by Slob- both. Slob- <laughs> celebrities poop.
0: Katerina, where, where can we find you online? I know that you have a new series out called the Red Light Diaries. It's a web series.
2: Yes, that's on youtube.com forward slash Diaries. Also, my website, katerinasinfamy.com, will have all updates and information and contact details that you need.
4: And Chris? Uh, my website is fallenangelchristopherdaniels.com. I'm on Twitter at FACDaniels. And the comic book, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian Wrestle, Aw Yeah Comics, uh, drawn by Art Baltazar, who's awesome, just like me. Uh, you can get that at com or you can come down to booth uh, 1110 on Sunday uh, from 1 to 3 or whatnot, mm-hmm. and I'll have that there for you, and we can do business in that way.
0: And you guys know where to find me, uh, right geekscape.net, right and I'm at Jonathan Lennon, 1110. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. Thank you very much.